You know, when I decide that I'm going to run the show still today, I get so sidetracked. Now I know that when I invite God in, that no matter what, everything's going to be okay. What an incredible program and how blessed I am to be a sober member of Alcoholics Anonymous today. Keep coming back. Don't leave before the miracle happens because you don't know when it's going to happen, but I guarantee if you stay, it will happen. Welcome to the Daily Reflection Podcast with your hosts, Michael L. and Lee M. This is a show where we provide experience, strength, and hope through interviews with members of the recovery community. The show is not affiliated with any 12-step or recovery program, although you may hear them mentioned throughout the course of an interview. Today on the show, Lee and I chat with Jill M. from Frederick, Maryland. She's sharing on the Daily Reflection, Today, It's My Choice. We hope you enjoy the show. All right, good morning. It's March 10th. How are you doing this morning, Mike? I'm doing great. I can't believe it's already March 10th. Pretty crazy. Crazy. Yeah. What's going on today? So very excited. Today we have Jill M with us today from Frederick, Maryland. And she's here to talk to us about the daily reflection for March 10th. Today, it's my choice. Oh, fantastic. Well, Jill, welcome to the podcast. It's great to have you on the show. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Lee. It's great to be here. Well, Jill, we get the show started in the same way every day. We ask the guests to read the Daily Reflection for us. Would you help us get started? Absolutely. Daily Reflections for March 10th. Today, it's my choice. We invariably find that at some time in the past, we have made decisions based on self, which later placed us in a position to be hurt. Alcoholics Anonymous, page 62. With the realization and acceptance that I had played a part in the way my life had turned out came a dramatic change in my outlook. It was at this point that the AA program began to work for me. In the past, I had always blamed others, either God or other people, for my circumstances. I never felt that I had a choice in altering my life. My decisions had been based on fear, pride, or ego. As a result, Those decisions led me down a path of self-destruction. Today, I try to allow my God to guide me on the road to sanity. I am responsible for my action or inaction, whatever the consequences may be. Thanks for reading that, Jill. That was great. What What does this mean to you as you read it? What comes to mind right off the bat? Oh, my gosh. So many thoughts. So, um, and how true When I was the director, when I was the boss, when I was the person in charge, it took me down a road of, um, actually, when I look at it today, I, I sometimes shake my head and go, oh my gosh, I did all those things. And it was because I was so involved in self and, you know, the, um, the part where it said, uh, based on fear, pride, or ego, so true. So true. And um, the, especially the fear, I was so afraid. And, you know, when I decide that I'm going to run the show still today, when that happens, I get so sidetracked. Now I know that when I invite God in that no matter what, everything's going to be okay. But yeah, it, it took me to a lot of thinking about what an incredible program and how blessed I am to be uh, a sober member of Alcoholics Anonymous today. 
And Jill, what's your sobriety date? December 19th, 2009. What happened around that time to bring you to the rooms? So December 19th, right? It's like a week, a little, about a week before Christmas. So there must have been a lot of desperation. And I'm not going to get into the to the drunk log, but I got to the point and that was, that was not my first introduction into Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, I'm not a first nighter. I had a nudge from a judge uh, in 2000 and he thought it was a really good idea for me to join AA. I didn't agree, but um, anyway, what that, that experience gave me was when I got to the point where I was helpless and hopeless and um, my, I'd run out of ideas. I knew where to go because that first trip into Alcoholics Anonymous, while I didn't identify as an alcoholic, when I went to those meetings early on, there was an hour of a day where I felt safe and welcome. And do you feel like you were born alcoholic or did you drink yourself into it? I believe that I drank myself into it. I don't have, there's nobody else in my family that identifies as an alcoholic. And, you know, my, like I've asked my mom, is there anybody in the past that may have been an alcoholic? Cause you know, while it isn't a step, like you don't have to figure it out. I do um, get curious. And so to my knowledge, I, I drank myself into being an alcoholic. And I do believe that I like looking back in when I was in my twenties, I see the evidence of it evolving into me drinking alcoholically. So I kind of see times when had something else happened that maybe I would have uh, taken a different path, but none of that really matters. I'm here. I'm here because everything happened the way it happened, which in God's world, that's exactly the way it was supposed to. Mm. And, you know, I, I have lots of experience to share with others on what not to do. How do you share that experience today? So I sponsor, currently I sponsor five women. Some of them have made it all the way through the steps. I have and actually a couple of them are revisiting going through the steps. And then I have one woman that is, she's halfway through now, but how do I share that? I share when asked uh, I, with my experience, strength and hope. And, you know, and when I'm one-on-one with somebody that I'm sponsoring, I don't leave out any of my gory details because I want people to understand where I was and the um, bottom that I had hit because, you know, I'm, I've, I had a bottom and it wasn't pretty. And, you know, I had the women that I do sponsor can relate to the way I drank. So that, and that's kind of when I first came in and I was in Hollidaysburg, Pennsylvania, that's where, that's where I switched from being undrunk to getting sobriety. The women that I had in my network and the women that sponsored me, because I had a couple of them early on, I related to their stories while they were totally different, but I could relate to the feelings inside. So the daily reflection talks about 
my previous decisions had been based on fear, pride, or ego. And as a result, those decisions led me down, down a path of self-destruction. But today I try to allow my God to guide me on the road to sanity. And I am responsible for my action or inaction, whatever the consequences may be. So how does that show up in your life today? So it's interesting that that's part of what we're discussing. I was at a meeting and we were talking about step three, which here we are in March. So how appropriate that is. So when I um, first, so I, I like to talk about my early sobriety because going through the steps, I wanted to check all the boxes and because I thought, oh, good. When I get to step 12, I'm going to be cured and everything's going to be rainbows and unicorns and life's going to be great. Well, obviously that didn't happen. But so, you know, some people talk about step three, doing it with the sponsor, getting on your knees, holding hands and saying the third step prayer and really committing to turning your will and your life over to the care of God as you understand him. And it wasn't like that for me. Yeah, I went through that process with a sponsor, but it was it was words So I just was sharing this with a friend of mine today, you know, some marriages break up at seven years um, and just because there's something physiological about seven years and being a human. I just know that when I got to my seven year point and celebrated my seven year anniversary, my life changed immensely. And that's when God real, I, let me take that back. God's always been there, but probably about then is I was seeing so much evidence of God in my life that that is when I fully understood that by regularly turning my will in my life over to God, things work out so much better. I hope that answered your question. Yeah. And just how does it show up in terms of when you're in fear, pride, or ego? Because we know that doesn't go away Hmm. just because we're in recovery. So what does it look like today? to turn your will and your life over to the care of God as you understand him? So I really believe in the three A's, awareness, acceptance, and action. You know, I, I'm, I'm a human being, so I, I'm just grateful for the fact that I not only am, can become aware of my will kind of trying to drive the bus, but now I, I know that I'm not. And it's, I'm not a good driver of the bus. So, you know, by daily prayer, I can, I can move into acceptance and then move into whatever action is appropriate to either resolve or accept that that's the way my path is supposed to go. I love that. Acceptance is, is difficult sometimes though. You ever experience, you know, something in your life when you just don't want to accept it. And and what do you do? How do, you, how do you get to a point of acceptance when it's just, it's not there readily available? Wow, that's a really good question. I've learned to, so I start with, okay, you're 5'8". You're always going to be 5'8". You can't do anything about being 5'8". So what, whatever the that other situation is, I kind of just start comparing it to being 5'8". It, it kind of makes me chuckle and it also helps me move into acceptance. Because I, I love the answers that you're giving here. Um, what happens when you're in a situation that you're just stuck and you don't know what to do? Both 
choices might have repercussions that you're not really happy with. So what do you do when you're stuck at this stage of sobriety? I've learned to wait. Sometimes the answer is no, which sometimes that's really hard for me not to want to accept. I've gotten used to waiting. And, you know, I I have a lot of women in my network. So when there's some kind of stuck situation, I like to discuss it with other people in, in, in the program. And I have many that have many more years than I do. So just, you know, getting, getting experience, strength and hope from other women that have experienced similar things really helps me hear what God is trying to tell me. Mm. Good, good suggestion. Yeah. I just love your energy and I love the responses and I'm thinking the program has clearly changed your life, you know, quite some time now. And how, how far into the future do you, do you look and to what degree does the program guide you in that, in that way? Well, that is a funny question because I retired um, this past June after 43 years in the grocery retail business. And I was planning my retirement, right? Like all this travel and stuff. Well, this thing called COVID showed up. So all of my plans, they were changed. And I'm sure, you know, God has a great sense of humor. So he was chuckling, man plans, God laughs, right? Well, that that happened. So I guess, you know, I plan vacations, I I do those kind of things, but I also, what I've learned in recovery is the ability to pivot, you know, just to remain flexible because sure, I plan things, but I also understand that if it wasn't meant to be, it's not going to happen. And I'm okay with that. My life is so awesome and it isn't awesome like what I thought it was going to be. Now it's just rich with friends and love and um, things that were not even close to being in my imagination when I was still out there drinking. Kind of ties almost perfectly into the last line of the reflection. Today, I try to allow my God to guide me on the road to sanity. I am responsible for my action or inaction, whatever the consequences may be. That has me thinking about you know, tying in the concept of future, making plans and allowing God to guide you through those things that may work out. They may align with your plans and they may not. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, what else do you want to tell the audience before we begin to wrap up? I got to say, I got to put in a plug for your podcast because (laughs) I love it. And um, I know sometimes you ask the question, what would you tell of somebody that was new just coming in? I want to answer that question. Yeah, right I, on. Yeah, keep coming back. Don't leave before the miracle happens because you don't know when it's going to happen, but I guarantee if you stay, it will happen. That's beautiful. I agree 100%. Keep coming back. It works mm. if you work it. Right on. Yeah. Well, Jill, thank you so much for spending time with us. I really enjoyed chatting with you. And thanks to you, the listeners. Truly appreciate your support. If you want to find us online, you can join us on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash Daily Reflection Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Reflector. You can read about recovery on our blog at blog.dailyreflectionpodcast.com. If you're listening on a podcast network that enables you to leave a rating or a comment, we'd love to hear from you. 
It'll help us improve the show and expand our reach. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day.